You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the Aaron Says What Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, and welcome to another episode of the Aaron Says What Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and today I will be interviewing Kyle Steele from Loudmouth MMA Podcast. So, Block was on Farlov. Seems like a bad design. Oh, he's uh, he's he's sending me messages right now. So I'm just gonna go ahead and call him while he is messaging me on Skype. And let's do this. I don't know if he wants to do video or not. So we'll start video. Oh, he's got a giraffe. What up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? I uh, I'm recording already. If that's all right. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that. My my Skype You're wanted cool. to install an update as I was trying to get a hold of you. So, oh no, that wasn't a big deal. I was more just I I hadn't heard back from it. I hadn't seen the request. So I want to make sure you could find me. Yeah, I, uh, I wasn't you. worried I about you. the time. That was actually a struggle, but I did find you. <laughs> what, so what did you have to search to find me? Uh, I had to search your name. So Loudmouth MMA didn't come up. I tried it, you know, all one word and then two separate words. So. Okay. If you, but if you just typed in Kyle Steele, yes. you were just able to figure out which one was me? We had somehow we had two mutual contacts, and I'm not really sure how. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I've t- interviewed a lot of fighters. Yeah. So I know so Blake is one for sure. Yeah, Blake obviously being one of them. Uh, and I don't know who else who who else our mutual contact could have been. So, yeah, um, who knows, man? You've talked to a lot of fighters, so <laughs> could have been any any number of people. Um, but I don't. Did you notice that I I sent you a message there too? So when you add someone, yeah, the way that it shows up on the screen is on the far. So you get prompted, and it says block deny or accept but accept is on the far right and block is on the far left mm. i'm am i right that that is not correct yeah like it you should know, be flipped i didn't even know you read that. left to right i i always add people so because i was asked for their uh username up front so i guess i've never really had to i never had to deal with that i so guess it's like three buttons when when you get a request there's three buttons and it says block deny or accept and accept is on the far right of the buttons and it's just weird because it should be flipped like you read left to right so i went to go accept and i almost hit block and i was like that's not what i want i want to hit accept it was just weird that seems weird to me <laughs> it does seem weird. let me let me redesign skype have you, him give me a call yeah you know, why don't you do that i mean yeah I don't understand. You know, you know somebody at Skype, right? You do seem like a guy that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Get you call Mister Skype, and we'll we'll go from there. She used to be my girlfriend from Canada, but you don't know her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, man, I just kind of jumped right into this. But Kyle, please uh, tell me about yourself and your podcast, and uh, what's going on with all that. Oh, for sure. I mean, so obviously Kyle Steele, I host uh, two podcasts, one uh, Lab Month MMA, the other is the Nicolas Cage Movie Review Hour. Uh, both podcasts I thoroughly enjoy doing for very different reasons. And, uh, you know, I've been doing it for about a year. Uh, coming up, my first uh, episode of the MMA channel was November 4th. Oh, so wow. coming up on a year. 
And uh, I actually today was my Twitterversary, one year of having a Twitter. Nice. Didn't have a Twitter before <laughs> a year ago today. So there it is. That's that's pretty much everything, man. Okay. So okay. So you threw me for a little bit of a loop because I knew about the Loudmouth MMA podcast, and you're always talking Ooh. about Nick Cage, but I didn't know so much about the Nick Cage podcast. So uh huh. Um. All right. Now, you know, Loudmouth MMA, you, you like to talk about fights, you like to talk to fighters and, and, you know, and the whatnot. But what, what are you doing with the Nicholas Cage <laughs> thing? I, I'm, I am intrigued now. Okay. So, so let me hit the MMA stuff real quick. So okay. that was the first thing that came along. Uh, what I try to do is anytime there's a fight card, we do a breakdown for every card, uh, at least with Sean I has, who also goes by the DFS sniper. Uh, he does a lot of DraftKings stuff. He, he's one of the top DraftKings players in the is world. Sean, and then, like, uh, is that I-N-S-E-S? It's I has, and it's spelled like I-H-A-S-Z. Okay. okay. But but he used to, on Twitter, go by like Sean I has, like E-Y-E. H-A-S, because people could never pronounce his name. Um, but anyway, so I've always had him, and then we kind of have a rotating co-host. For a while, it's been a guy named Tony Fignano, uh, who is one of the co-runners at MMA Today with Izzy. I'm sure you're familiar with Izzy and them and MMA Today. So, um, so, And then we also do a fight companion. I do that with my buddy Zach. We do that in studio. like It's me and him sitting next to each other. And... Uh, uh, and then I also do like an MMA Q&A every week and I try to do interviews. So, yeah, wow. I kind of run the gamut. The big thing is I try to release as many episodes per week as possible. I try to release at least three episodes per week um, just because that was kind of something I saw that was missing from like MMA podcasts. That's a um, lot of podcasting, man. Yeah. So later came the Nicolas Cage movie review hour. And that was basically born from my wife and I wanted to do a podcast together. And – uh, we kind of had this idea, and, and this part of it isn't very unique, which is um, reviewing, watching Nicolas Cage movies and then <laughs> talking about them for an hour or so, right? That's, that's, there's other podcasts that do that. Oh, um, what was unique for us is that I uh, decided to reach out to local comedians to guest, uh, really? and then also comedians who are coming into Dayton – um, or Columbus or Cincinnati, depending, uh, who are like bigger names and just coming in to, to do sets at the Funny Bone. I also I get them over as well. So a lot of times we watch the movie together and then come down to my basement and record a podcast and talk about the movie. And uh, it's a blast. So um, it's it's not as popular numbers-wise as the MMA one because the MMA one's been around longer. Right. And I've devoted a lot of attention to it and stuff like that. But this is by far the most financially successful just because we do live shows now. Once a month, we go down to the local comedy club and sell tickets and do a show in front of a bunch of people. The same thing we're doing in my basement. We're just doing it in front of an audience. Get the fuck out so, of here. That's so cool. Yeah, man. It's a blast. We just did it last night. I don't want to uh, be We under... did the movie Vampire's Kiss. I don't want to be on an MMA podcast. I want to be on the Nick Cage podcast. Right? What hey, come on down to Dayton. See, this is my number one oh, rule, so though. Okay, so There's no Dayton. Skype or call. It has to be in person. Oh, shit. has to be in person. You know why I was so just that's in my the, only rule. I was just in Canton, and I... Uh, I flew into Canton, I and I got to see UFC Pittsburgh, so it's Ooh, not too far very off cool. from you. Um, and I would have traveled to you, like you, you would have been a guy that I've been willing to like drive two hours, or whatever, go to hotel hell? room. I, I'd, I'd have done that whole thing. Man, I, I wish I'd have known that before today, but uh, that's really cool. So, 
All right, if I ever come on there, can we do The Rock? Have you done The Rock? We've done The Rock. Shit. We've done The Rock. All right, can I tell you my favorite line in that whole What's movie? Your favorite line? I don't know if I'm going to get it absolutely right, but it's, uh, losers always whine about their best. Winners <laughs> go home and fuck the prom queen. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're dead on. Thank uh, you. And I think the reason why you're dead on is because you just played a clip. That, that wasn't, is not that a wasn't clip, you. You just, you just played a clip. Let me tell you something. I can do Sean Connery all fucking day, and there's not a goddamn thing you could do about it, boy. If if you don't care if I peek your microphones, I could okay. probably do Nicolas Cage. I just right. have to Go scream. Ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to. But oh, <laughs> I, I'll turn your game down. I faked you out. I mean, he just screams. It's oh. it's pretty incredible. I, I've become I've become really fascinated with trying to figure out whether Nicolas Cage is a good actor or not. <laughs> it's it's this phenomenal thing that I didn't really think about going into it. I also didn't realize, and, and it wasn't until probably two or three movies in, you know, we're watching like the third or fourth movie, and I looked over at Justine, and I went, this is going to be way harder than we thought it was. <laughs> you know, like, you, you start when you're like, oh my god, like these, a lot of these movies are really bad. And they're not bad in an enjoyable sense. They're yeah. just bad. You know, especially his newer stuff. I mean, it's just it's just not good. There's nothing like there's no real redeeming qualities. It's just a shitty movie. I'm trying to see. You know? I'm trying to think like what his last really good movie I thought was probably the first National Treasure. Uh, yeah, so that's one of my favorite movies by him, yes. actually. Um, or with him in it, I should say. Uh, he was in a movie in 2013 called Joe. Oh, I did like that. I did actually it's, see that. And that's, I think, probably one of his last really kind of solid movies. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not looking at a list, but 2013, that's only four years ago. Right. I, I can't imagine he was in anything else in those four years. Certainly nothing in 2017 or 2016. Right. So maybe there was a movie in 14 and 15 that was pretty good, but I'm pretty sure Joe probably tops it for recent Cage. I mean, he, he was killing trees and then he was... Oh, that, let me tell you something. That movie was that that uh that dad. Uh huh. Oh, what a freak, man. Yeah, it's uh, and there was also one of the like the drunk character, right? Yeah. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The skinny guy. What was an actual like town drunk in the town that they were filming, and they ran into him while they were there, and no he just kind of be- basically got a role written for him, and wound up becoming kind of a central part of the movie. Not a central part, but it was pretty becoming. Central became yeah pretty central i mean became a really big part of the movie and he actually recently died of an overdose yeah in, in real life well so uh yeah pretty kind of kind of a cool little little underground not underground but you know what i mean like behind the scenes story there i watched that movie with my wife and i'm thinking man that guy looks like a fucking drunk like a real yeah. i remember that deal. yeah he was <laughs> that's it, literally <laughs> and, and, and he was pivotal because that's when you knew that dude was a murderer no spoilers i'm sorry yep. if, you, if you haven't seen yep. joe yet spoiler alert i don't spoiler even know it's still on netflix but it was for a long time that's where i saw it was it. yeah it was and so that's why i watched it too um before i did the before we even did this podcast wow that's awesome you are a fan yeah well like i it's like right in there with that movie mud with matthew mcconaughey like you wouldn't know if it existed without netflix yeah right it's like why why else like nobody wakes up and is like hey is there like an indie film that matthew mcconaughey's been in the last couple years so they're like (laughs) yeah actually the movie mud you're like oh great yeah Yeah, no one no one's seeking that out like (laughs) you just you pop up netflix and you're like the fuck is this (laughs) then you watch it I don't know. McConaughey's one of those ones. He's either in a really good movie or just a really kind of off the wall movie. Like, uh, 
I don't, what was that one? Dallas uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club, which I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously him and this isn't a movie, but I mean, him and True Detective, I ah. thought was kind of his magnum opus. I, mean, I never saw like, that ever. You've never seen True Detective? No, I didn't have HBO. I have HBO now. You know what? And I have HBO on demand. All right. Here's another bad thing, too. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? For for Game of Thrones, it, it takes a very specific person to kind of get into it, especially after it's been on for a while. Okay. It's kind of like if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably just not going to watch it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're it's the, it's the last fucking season right now. You know what I mean? Like, if, you're, if you haven't watched it yet, you're probably not going to. So I don't blame you for that. But there's only been two seasons of True Detective. And right. only one of those seasons is really worth watching. The first one? So... The first one. So go watch that. I mean, it's one of the greatest shows ever. Like, okay. go watch it. All right. For real. It's incredible. I, I got a big flight coming, so I'm going to try to download some of those. And uh, There you go. Where are you flying to? Uh, my wife and I, next week, are going to Barbados. Jesus. Yes. Um, I was going to try to make up something really weird that you guys were doing that for, but oh, yeah? I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of anything quick enough, so... Oh, just just know that I was I wanted to make a joke right there. Well, we're going to a Nicholas Cage convention. Do I don't know if that interests you or not. Oh, what are you doing? Going to a Nick Cage convention there. <laughs> I don't know if that interests you or not. <laughs> there you go. Good one. Thank you. I, 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 I was going to explain why that was funny to your audience. But oh, I, uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Just in case they don't know. No, no, all right, all right, all right. So, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, this t- you never know where these things are gonna go. So, yeah. all right, you're one of those guys that when I I started getting into the whole, I, I've done Twitter forever and I, I do really well with Twitter. But here in the last, I want to say few months, I popped up with a podcasting a podcasting made simple Facebook group, yep. and then. Um, even more recently, like in the last couple of weeks, I did a Facebook page and I'm not so Facebook savvy as I am Twitter savvy. And you're sure. one of those guys I came across and, you know, I got to looking at you and whatnot. I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy from Twitter. So <laughs> how did you find me? I guess. Boy, um, it would have been from, I th- honestly think that I came into you really late because it was through Blake. Okay. I, I I was not aware of what was going on. I did not know that you ran. It, this is common knowledge, right? What I'm about to say. Yes, the it is. You run. I I didn't know that you ran the Dana Unleashed page. Well, well see, that's where I recognized um, you from from interacting with me there. It was. Well, see, what's so funny is that. So this is before I knew who you were. Before I, it was when I first added that page. So it was probably right. just about a year ago because right. that was probably one of the early pages that I'd added. So of course, every time someone adds you, you tweet at them, right? <laughs> right. You do yeah. some little funny tweet, uh, you know, generally they, calling people goofballs. Well, I just and, say, you know, thanks for following. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, take your vine loops, multiply them by six, and that's how many seconds of your life you've wasted. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Prime example. Yeah. Uh, so when I added you, what you sent to me was um, <laughs> like, thanks for the follow. Um, another MMA podcast, how original. Oh, God. And which was really funny. <laughs> and I, I'm a decently funny guy. You yes. know, I'm pretty yes. clever. So I was like, hey. I was like, I was like, yeah, thanks, you know, thanks for the follow back. Um, <laughs> you know, another parody account, how original. Right. right? I do remember that. And you never responded. Oh, and I was sorry. like, come on, that was clever. Like, come on now. Um, but that was a long time ago before I knew you. 
<laughs> in all fairness, I should have responded. Nobody cares what you think, but exactly, that's exactly. Uh, what yep, yep. And then, and then I would have just called you goofy, and we would have yes, you know, well, would have been friends forever. People mention that one a lot, so it's hard for me to keep up with all the all the notifications on that one. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, well, you also get people who I've seen a lot where people are trying to be funny. Yes. So a lot of people who I've added with, who I've like added and stuff, are just these whatever they have. They have thirty followers, and, yes. and you know they use the Twitter to like get in fights and right. whatever else, or, or try to be funny. And I see a lot of guys who will tag like you and Adam Hunter and yep. whoever else, and they'll say something that like isn't even remotely funny, but you know that they're trying to be funny, or that yeah. you know that they think that whatever they just said was funny. So I imagine you get a lot of that. Yes, and you almost have to be kind of careful because. Like someone who is constantly tagging you, trying to be funny and isn't funny, yeah, is an incredibly unstable mind. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to be very careful with how you interact with them. Well, luckily nobody's from Missouri, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel about North Dakota. Like anytime <laughs> someone mentions North Dakota, I'm like, fuck you. North Dakota's not real. Like it, even if you've if you've quote been there, like prove it. Yeah, like, you don't know. You don't know if you've ever actually been there. Hey, I've been there. I've been to uh, Fargo, uh, and I've been to uh, this little town called Wappington once. So, for a minute there, I, I had to. Not, for a second there, I had to like go into my brain and go, "Is he fucking with me? Is no, he no. fucking with me? Is he fucking with me?" And I went, "No, no, no I think he's real." Wappington. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, what was in the great metropolis of Wappington? Uh, my stepbrother was from there a long time, long, long time ago, and I think he still lives there. Actually, I haven't seen him in years. But my, it, your stepbrother lives in Wappington, North Dakota. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad divorced wow. his mom a long time ago. I never really kept contact, so. Okay. It is <laughs> let's, get, let's get into that. <laughs> uh, there's no need to get into that. There's nothing, <laughs> right. nothing exciting about that at all. Mark Maron style, man. Let's just get into it. Oh, man. Um, You're killing me. So, <laughs> Nick Cage. Okay, so I, I didn't ask you this then. If we're going to talk about Nick sure. Cage, what's your all-time favorite Nick Cage movie? Boy, uh... Raising Arizona. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Raising Arizona is a really, really good movie, I, especially, you know, you're, you're a funny guy, right? Yeah. You know, ish. I think anybody who's a comedian or anything like that, like you got to watch Raising Arizona. It's just, it's one of the best movies. It's a Coen brothers film too, which yeah. is, makes it even better. Um, but God, dude, John Goodman just fucking obliterates that movie. Yeah, obliterates in a good way. It. Right. Like, just like, turns in the perfect performance yeah. in that in that movie. And I don't remember the the guy who who plays his brother. I don't know what actor that is, but he is All also right. I gotta look just it up now real glorious. quick. I'm gonna look up Raising Arizona, so if you hear typing, there's a reason reason. It, yeah. Um and Nick Cage I just absolutely kills it, man. Like you know, there's certain roles that he's been in that were kind of, I think, made for him. And that was it like that. Like, that's a movie that is kind of designed for him. And the Coen brothers, I think, were able to wrangle him in and let him overact just enough to give the movie some depth. Yeah. Right. But not so much to where you just ruin the movie. All right, so you know, I don't know who the brother is. I guess it's William Forsythe, whoever that is. Uh, I don't know. I can't, so it doesn't I can't. ring a bell, but he's wonderful, man. Oh he's yes, incredible. yes, yes, because he's the guy that's in uh, Out for Justice. I said, now I've never not uh, familiar. Uh, okay, Blue Streak. Not Blue Streak nope. with Martin Lawrence. Nope. Damn it! 
All right, now I got to look up what movie he would be. He was in The Rock. Was he? Yes. He was Incredible. in The Rock. The Devil's Incredible. Rejects. I'll have to look. I'll have to look. Maybe if I see his face again, I'll uh, it, it'll jump out at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Okay, that answers your question, though. Is Nick Cage a good actor? Because... He never sounded no, like but that in any that other movie. No, doesn't answer. No, because that it doesn't even come close come. to answering the question, Aaron. Aaron, come on now. That, doesn't even come close. It, it, whether he is a good, like, I, the answer to that question has gotten so diluted every single movie I watch. Because you, you do this thing where you're like, okay, maybe he's just good. Maybe he's good in good movies and bad in bad movies. Nope. He's been good in bad movies, and he's been bad in good movies, right? That yeah. that gets erased. Okay, what about when he's with good directors? Nope. Good <laughs> directors, it doesn't matter. Like, he's just – it's it seems random. Sometimes – and then sometimes you're like, okay, there's like a hidden genius here, yeah. and I get it, and I see it, right? And then other times you're like, no. Like, he's just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, you know, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to this, you know, and if I really sit here, I, I did this with the movie we just did. So like I said, we, we just did a live show mm-hmm. yesterday at, by the time we're recording this, right? right? Yesterday, relative to right now, we did a show and we did a live show at Wiley's and it was the movie Vampire's Kiss and I watched it twice. And the main reason why I watched it the second time is because I went, I am missing something so important here (laughs) you know i am like maybe i'm too fucking stupid for this movie like maybe like this is like a david lynch-esque movie and i'm just too stupid to understand it you know and like there's this abstract art here and i just it's just over my head right Right. so i watched it the second time and i'm like no i don't think i'm missing anything (laughs) <laughs> but then as we're recording the podcast and we're talking about all the symbolism and shit, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, even within movies, I don't know whether he's good or not. So, boy, it is it has been crazy. It, this has been an adventure. We're we're 28 movies in, and he has about 80. <laughs> so we have a long way to go to figure out the answer. It's funny, like I, I mean, there's there's a, quite a bit I know about him. Like I know he's a Coppola and uh yep. I, I remember his first movie. I remember him in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know, no shirt, no shoes, no dice. You know, yeah, that whole yep, deal. And exactly. I just, that's just that's just old old school trivia. Okay, so John Goodman in Raising Arizona, and so John Goodman in The Big Lebowski. It's about the same thing, oh. almost, except for he's a criminal. And bo- very similar characters. Yeah, very similar characters. Yeah. Both of them wonderful. <laughs> it's the Shabbos. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Shomer Shabbos. Yeah. Show my fucking Shabbos. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. But, uh, okay, that, I will admit this. Uh, Big Lebowski never fucking liked it. I, I tried what? to like it. All my friends liked it. All my friends loved here. it. No, no, man. It's like Monty Python. I don't get it. I see Monty Python. I'm with you. Okay, I'm totally with you. I'm not a Monty Python fan. Yeah, uh, I. It's not funny to me whatsoever. Right. You know, it's it's like Thank it's you. one of those. I get the idea of it. Okay, I get. Because this is the problem, right? With people, when when you don't find something funny, that all these like like basically hipsters find funny, essentially. But it's like the original hipsters, right? Like right. the hipster of the hipster. Like those are the guys that love Monty Python, and they always try to explain to you why it's funny. No, like this is what you're missing. This is why it's funny. And I'm like, no, no, no. I get it. Like I get why you like it. I understand why you think it's funny. Because you're fucking dumb. It's just not funny. No, it's you know? not. 
it's not funny. It's, it's dumb. stupid. It, but yeah. then, but at the same time, like, are you? What about like Tim and Eric? I don't know what that is. Oh, how how old are you? You're an older guy, right? I'm 43. Yeah, 43. Oh. That's what it is. Uh, you would find Tim and Eric repulsive. Oh, <laughs> you would absolutely there's, despise it. Well, there's something uh, I like. like I that. just have a feeling, but at the same time, I don't know. Or like the Eric Andre show. Mm. It's those really weird. It's like funny because it's people being really weird and and off-putting for the sake of being weird and off-putting okay. for comedy. You know, like there's no real rhyme or reason to it. It's just it's just weird bits and characters and I don't know how to describe Tim and Eric. I'll I'll send you a couple links. Okay. I'll check uh, it out. But it's it's a very odd show. So like that kind of thing I do find funny. Okay. Um which is basically just Monty Python on steroids. Right? <laughs> it's like it's Monty Python all John Jones out, right? Um there you go. I had to sneak in a, a John Jones uh a John Jones rip. Or I'll stick on You're on steroids. How about that? <laughs> I love that you have drops. <laughs> I do, man. So I love it's all in that it's all in that podcasting made simple setup, man. Um yeah. okay, so here's another one. I may lose all my listeners right now. Here's a controversial one I fucking hate. Fucking Uh-oh. think it's stupid. Top gun. Oh, dude, I'm with you. That's okay. fine. Listen, I again that's another movie where I'm like, if you like it, I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Yeah. But it's not good, right? It's just a dumb little movie. That's how I am with Face Off. I think Face Off is fucking terrible. Like, it's not enjoyable. I don't find it to be that interesting. Like, I'm laughing at times, but at the same time, like, it's not as much as I I think you're supposed to laugh at the absurdity of what's happening. Like, and I, when I watched it, I I remember getting to the end of it and just going, I didn't enjoy this, (laughs) you know, because a lot of people, like, I don't think anybody really thinks that it's like a quote, good movie. Okay. I I, think people just think it's an enjoyable movie. I thought it was a good movie, but okay. But when I watched it the second time, I was like, eh, like the first time I thought it was good. Like it didn't hold up. It no, didn't hold it, up. For it didn't you. hold up. You know, the rock holds up. The rock is yeah, fucking it awesome. It never held up in the first place. I mean, I never liked it in the first place. And after rewatching it, I'm like, yeah, this isn't I don't I don't enjoy this. There there were like, so many sound bites in the rock. Like like, let's cut the chit chat a hole, you know? <laughs> yes, dude. Oh my gosh. And I also thought to get back on that topic, I also thought Nick Cage was kind of perfect for that role. Yeah. You know, it, it toned him down, which is what he needs sometimes. Well, listen, he but, played a total straight man in that movie, and then yep. he plays a total badass in Con Air, you know? That was another yep. fucking – that better be a great movie in your book, right? Uh, Yeah, Con Air was – Con Air – so it's – Con Air and Facebook face-off kind of get, um like, bumped up against, like, each other in people's yeah. minds, right? Because it's very similar concepts. Neither one of them are, like, truly good movies, like oh. they all have a lot of plot holes. They're all not very well written. A lot of the dialogue is pretty basic, like, right? It's just kind of quippy and for the sake of being quippy and that kind of thing. Con right? Air is that simple. movie though, where everybody was a fucking star ten years later. Oh my lord, though, right? Like that movie is jacked. It'd be Johnny I mean, two thousand if you knew the truth. Single heavy hitter is in that movie. Yeah, fucking Dave. I mean, nobody knew who the fuck Danny Trejo was or whatever his name was. Nobody. Uh-huh. He was just the rapist from Con Air. <laughs> um, oh my God! What is his name? Danny, Steve Buscemi. Danny, Steve Buscemi. Oh, is, Steve Buscemi. Uh, yeah. Plays. Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Marvin. 
No. Uh, Something shit. green. Oh, Garland Green. Garland. Garland yeah, yeah, Green. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was a psychopath. Uh, there's, there's a line in there where he says he, one of the women that he killed, he uh, wore her head as a, as hat. a hat. That's right. For three states. But think about so, this. Fucking Dave Chappelle. I didn't know who he was. Dude, Dave Chappelle's the, the crackhead. Pinball. They, they, they threw out of the plane. Pinball, right? Yep. Yep, pinball. Yeah. Okay. All right. John Malkovich. He was kind yeah. of a big star at the time. John oh, Cusack. Yeah. John Cusack, yeah. Uh, the guy that was in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I don't have any idea what his name is. The curly-headed guy. Yeah. Yep. The um, guy that played the uh, the DEA agent. Yes. Yes, yes, yep. with the car. And yep. uh, shit. Oh, Monica Potter. Yeah. Monica Potter, baby. Yeah. Back when she was looking, hot. Looking beautiful. Yes. And then uh, I, th- I think there's even more we're missing, man, but. Shit, that was just it was fan- oh, Vane yeah, Rain- top Vane- well, Vane- Vane you already Rain- mentioned Danny Trejo, right? Danny Trejo. I, I mentioned him. Um, you know? uh, Bubba, Bubba. Um, oh my God, the guy who played Bubba in Forrest Gump. Oh uh, right, Mikel- I don't know Mikel- his name. T. Williamson. Yes. Yep. 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 He yep. was in there too. Yeah, the diabetic. He was the diabetic in that movie. I forgot yep. about that. Fucking yep. stacked. He was kind of already. That time, was after Forrest because it's also the second time that he has. Uh, well, he didn't die in this movie, but no. there's a scene that's very, very similar to the scene in Forrest Gump where yeah. he's bleeding from his stomach and his head <laughs> is being cradled by a a a mentally challenged Southern man. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know that. Uh, okay, so yeah, he he was um, he also had like a, something wrong with him in that movie Species too. Remember? Uh, Michaela T. Williamson? Yeah. I can't remember what uh, it was, but the, the, the chick didn't want to mate with him because there was something wrong with him. Oh. <laughs> I know. Like, that, one's, that one's not jumping out at me, but I love it. Oh, I love that uh, idea. I don't know why I made that connection right. There's there's only really like three fucking movies I know he was in, and those were the three, you know? Those, those are the three. You nailed them. I mean, I'm not, I also love that the dichotomy man. of that. Like, it's, it's Forrest Gump, Conair, and Species. Species. Oh, Natasha Henstridge. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! She wasn't afraid to get naked in that movie. Yeah, it's always. It's, was that an eighties movie? Or was uh, that or, or like early nineties? Possibly nineties. I think early it's possibly 90s? early nineties. And that was another. That was another one that was stacked with people and it didn't do very well. Like it had fucking Ben Kingsley in it. Oh wow! That's yeah. like a, that's a heavy hitter. Like that's not just a good actor. That's just like a heavy hitting name. Yeah. yeah. Sir Ben Kingsley. Um. But no, I mean, so like I said, the, the, the Nicholas Cage podcast, I think, I think it's the most enjoyable one I do. Okay. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I also don't do it as often. It's just once a week, That's you know, so I'm in, not in nearly as, and I don't do, I barely do any social media. I barely do any promotion. Like, yeah, I just let that thing do itself. Cause I'm, I'm so focused on the MMA stuff, you know? Because I have sponsors and shit for that, so I have to kind of focus more on that to make sure that my numbers are up and all that kind of thing. Um, but but yeah, I mean, this one just kind of runs itself. Really, the only promotion I do is for the live shows. Mm-hmm. So our our next one's December seventh. Oh, cool. We're taking the month of November off, and then we're gonna do one December seventh, and then we're gonna do uh, one in uh, Cincinnati at Listerman Brewing, which is an incredible brewery. Um, we're gonna do one at a, at a local brewery. Awesome. Which is awesome. I'm really excited. We're gonna do that in January. So have you ever uh have you ever ran into uh Stipe? 
Uh, I'm not. He's in Cleveland. Right. Yeah, he's in Cleveland, and I'm down here in Dayton, so I, I, I'm a couple hours away. Okay. I was hoping I would see him in Pittsburgh, but no. No no show. Didn't go. Um, You, you were going to say it one more time? I, I was hoping he would be at the UFC Pittsburgh I went to, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that far. Yeah. You think they would have... You know, they think you think they would. You got fucking Conor McGregor going on a fight pass card, yelling around, uh, walking around the ring, yelling at people. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't miss very many events, but I actually had to miss that one because it was in the morning and my kids had sports. So, uh, okay. And by the time I got it, home, I heard everything that happened. So I was like, "Fuck!" I don't. You didn't really miss that much. I mean. I don't know some of the, some of the cards this year. I mean, this has been kind of weird. I mean, you'd think you'd think in a year where like an entertainment company bought out the UFC that the cards would be more entertaining. Yeah, you know, it just it seems like it, I, I've also seen. I don't know if you've noticed this, and, and maybe this is just purely because of Usada. Okay, but you never really heard anything about weigh-ins. Right? Like, weigh-ins oh, weren't even then? really, like, a big deal. Yeah. You know, like, going back even, like, a year, you know, or let's say let's say a year and a half, just to be safe. Right? Like, a year and a half ago, like, weigh-ins were, like, no one even really talked about them. Right? After the weigh-ins, everyone would post up, like, what the results were, and mm-hmm. that was it. You know? You'd, you'd maybe, maybe you'd watch them live, because you used to do the weigh-ins, right, like, right then and there, right. like, on the stage. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, no one ever really talked about them. All of a sudden, all those things are gigantic news, yeah. and it started with Pearl Gonzalez, right? Really? Like that was like the first one that jumped out at me, where I started realizing that, like, all these weigh-ins are just becoming enamored. Everyone's talking about them, and no one was talking about them before. And it seems like every single weigh-in, especially for big events, something's fucking happening. Yeah. Someone's in a hospital. Someone's running super late. Someone's having trouble cutting weight. Right? There's something going on. The insack is doing this thing. He misses weight, but no, guys, he gets another shot. There's an hour to wait. This and that. It just there's always something happening. And I don't know if that's just purely because Usada, or if you know, let me put on that hashtag tinfoil hat. And it's because <laughs> it's an entertainment company and they're starting to focus more on that kind of shit. I mean, we've already kind of seen there's a WWE aspect yes. really being introduced right now. And 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 there's been the seeds of that for a long time. It's not you know it's not as dramatic though here lately though, because of the morning way in. So then by the time they face off, they're not as grumpy. They're all kind of rehydrated. But I, I will tell you the one that I remember that stood out to me was Chael Silva two. Hmm. Where Silva checked him with the uh, shoulder. Yeah, I don't think I missed one after that. Yeah, I mean, I watched the weigh-ins before, mm-hmm. but there wasn't storylines with the weigh-ins. No. Maybe there was a guy pushing someone or whatever, but like that was really about it. Now there's these like dramatic storylines. Yeah, you know, like I said, kind of go back to Pearl Gonzalez, where she gets removed from the fight card because she has implants and it becomes this big talking point and then JK she's back on she's back on the card. Right. Right. And that was that moment I went, oh okay. And then and then you had Talgate with DC. And you can basically go in chronological order going from the sale of WME to all of these crazy things happening on these weigh in days. 
you know, yeah. not just pushing and shoving. I'm talking real storylines. People are in, maybe they're in hospitals, right? You keep hearing this guy's in the hospital, this guy's in the hospital. All of a sudden they show up and they make weight, right? <laughs> yep. Misses weight, but don't worry, he gets another shot, yeah. right? Like yeah, that, that kind of shit. Weird like, too. like this is happening more and more and more and more. And I'm wondering if this is just because, again, it's an entertainment company and yeah. they're starting to focus on that. It's a it's conspiracy theory ish of you, but I, I can. But it makes sense. It does. Make I mean, sense. it's like it does make sense. But it also could be purely because it's like Usada stuff. Yeah. Right. Like the morning weigh-ins, a lot of more people are missing weight. People can't use the IVs diuretics the whole shebang right like that and that's just causing there to be more drama yeah you know so i'm sure that's all that it is i'm a i'm in a very real danger of missing ufc 214 or 217 I am missing 217 uh, because my buddy actually the guy who does my fight companion with me uh is getting married that day Give him a shout so out. i am shutting my phone off I am waking up in the morning, yeah. and I am buying the paper for you, and I am watching it. <laughs> What's his name? Give him a shout out. Uh, Zachary Eldridge. All right. Congratulations. Uh, he is You're one of my best friends. Uh, I, his fiance Andrea okay. or Andrea um, is an absolutely wonderful woman, oh, wonderful right. person. They're wonderful together, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to the wedding. I was telling him not to do it while you were talking, but. <laughs> you were texting him yeah um no she's the best fucking thing that ever happened to that dude well, she I, like he is so fortunate that there is a human being on this earth that is agreeing to spend their life with him because he is a wild person well see my wife is like in love with gsp so you know i think he she oh, no. fantasizes about him I'm like you know someday you will leave your husband you can be with me and i will <laughs> Dry hump you like I will do Michael Bisping, you know. So <laughs> listen, you do a decent GSP, Thank but you. I'm I'm still gonna give the title to Blake. Blake oh, yeah, does he did. a fantastic GSP. Well, he pulled it out on mine, and I tried to go. Oh, I, he's I, good. I tried to go. I tried to match him. And I couldn't do it. So no, he's good, man. He but, he's got it. He's got that one nailed. Listen, I can you make know, people think I'm Ally Quinton. I don't even fucking sound like him. You don't. Okay, can I tell you a story? Yes, please. Uh, another story here. So. I didn't know that there was the connection there. Okay, so that Cajun, um, what was it called? The Ragin something Raging, podcast? Uh, the Ragin MMA podcast. That's what it is. So Blake sends that to me. Yeah. He says, you got to listen to this. <laughs> so I said, okay. So I start listening to it, and then obviously you're like towards kind of the end or whatever. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we're going to get Al on. So you come on. And within six seconds, yeah. I went, um, that's not Ally Akinta. <laughs> like, what is this? So then I'm like, are they like in on the joke? So I like, I text Blake and I'm like, why did you like, what is this? <laughs> and he's like, he goes, that's not Al. I'm like, yeah, I'm aware that's not Al. Like, what is this? Why, like, why, why, why are you sending this yeah. to me? And he goes, like, he like tries to say it. I'm like, I don't get it. Like they're faking this thing. He's like, no, they're not faking it. Like Cajun doesn't know. And I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? He doesn't know. It's clearly not ally. Kenta. Like clearly. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? He doesn't know. And he goes, yeah, that's like the whole, that's what makes it funny. And I'm like, Oh, now I get it. I didn't find it funny at first because I thought it was like a skit. And I was like, well, I'm not really interested in listening to a skit. Like I didn't realize that it was, he just didn't know. Oh my God. Like, I, 
I, that's I, really funny. I've talked about this for three straight podcasts. So if you really want to know the real details, I had uh, Shaq on there, the producer of that podcast. I told him kind of the whole story. It was, uh, I guess, the one that came out this week. But um, so, yeah, so anyone that's listening to this, it'll probably be two weeks before. It'll be Shaquille. And we, uh, I told him basically how it all went down. And I said either one or two things was going to happen. You guys knew all I'm a fake. And, uh, you know, you just had me on for fun or you guys really want Al on there and you're going to suspend disbelief. And if I don't totally go over the top, you're going to believe it. And yeah. uh, I just kind of stuck with it. I tried not to go too over the top. There was some shit he brought up. I had no idea what he was talking about. You know, he starts <laughs> talking about fighter unions and this and that. And I know enough to make me stupid, but um, yeah. and I knew a little bit about the retreat and that was it. And it was fun. And, and, but and those you, guys were you really had gotten the idea by you had Al on your show. Well, right. Here's what happened. These guys reached out to me. On the fake Al Iaquinta account, the Iaquinta Realty account, and said, "Will you?" Oh my gosh! After and I knew they had asked Al to come on the podcast because I saw him tweet it. I don't even know how I saw them tweet it because I was like, "Sure, when you know." And he was just fuck with him and never answered him again and blocked Cajun and whatnot. So they asked my parody account. I'm like, "Sure, when?" And I was really short with him, you know, and and like how we do it, Skype and and. uh I'm like, fine. So I fucking go home and make a fake, fake Skype with Al's picture and everything on there. <laughs> and they're like, what's your username? And I'm like, I don't know. I hate Skype. Let me just add you. And it, that all kind of worked. I even went to Google Hangouts and made a fake phone number with his area code just in case because I knew Al's area code and whatnot. Yeah. And this just all happened by coincidence. I had Al on my show like a few days before that. And, and if you heard that episode, we're, we're planning out what I'm going to do. Yeah, see, I, I didn't hear it until after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, so, so after the fact, that's why I was talking to Blake, and I was like, all right, I'll go, I got to go check it out. Well, that's the other thing, too. So this all just happened, like, all in that same week. I had to hold the Iaquinta episode back another week because I did not want that coming out before the Cajun podcast. Yeah, and that's incredible. I that's knew wonderful. when they were releasing, I, I had it come out right about the same time. And I had to scramble for a guest. I, so Adam Hunter was nice enough to come on. And uh, that was it, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Have, you, have you talked to them since then? Yes. So uh, not Cajun, but Shaq, the other guy on there, was the guy that was my guest this week. Okay. And yeah, and that's what you were mentioning, right? Yes, so, yeah, yeah. And, and they're cool? Yeah. They, they And he even did a podcast. They talked about it on the podcast. They're like, well, I didn't check my sources. You, get, you got us. It was fun. And... Actually, it did them good, and I kind of thought it would. And just for the buzz, it helped their numbers. They were a newer podcaster. They were only, at the time, seven episodes in. And as you'll hear on the podcast I did with Shaq, he, he admits that, yeah, it helped their numbers. It helped them get some visibility. So it was a win-win for both of us. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. And they were super good sports about it. And you'll hear me like, yeah, I liked him a lot better now. Yeah, that's, this was Cajun. <laughs> he was a lot nicer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had, a, I had a pretty cool thing happen to me one time. Yeah. I got um, so I have an Austin area code. Okay. So, um, so I got a text message, and uh, I I won't be able to even find it anymore. But right. I got a text message that that basically said like something along the lines of like, "Hey man, you know, do you got the stuff?" Like oh, basically shit. like that kind of a that kind of a text. Oh, dude, I just found it. I just found the the str- the string. Okay. Fantastic. Let me go back to the original text message. Okay. This became a multi-day thing where I created 
multiple phone numbers. Oh my God. Not just one, multiple phone numbers, multiple characters. I had this guy walking around on the street, sending me pictures of shit. Like, it, so this is the text I got. It said, I'm not going to do because it's, it's, he's obviously like Mexican. So I'm not going to do like all that kind of stuff. But he basically <laughs> said, like, Hey, Norbit, it's Andy. How much you give me for 20? Oh, Lord. So that's the text message I received. So I just respond 19. That's it. It's like 19. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening, but I figured why not. Okay. And then he said, all I got is 30, bro. I'll give you that for a good amount. Wow. So I still don't really know what's going on. So I just say, what's a good amount? I, I, don't, I don't even know what he's talking about. And he said, I don't know how much 30 is, bro, but I'll talk to you when you get here. My bad. So I'm what like, oh, fuck? so I'm going to be going there. So I'm like, fantastic. So I said, all good, bro. When I get there, show me this picture. And I send him a picture of Dick Cheney. <laughs> I said, show me this. It will remind me of something. This is very important, bro. Very important. What? And then he said, show it to you when you get here. I said, yes. Can't explain over text. Wow. And he said, I understand. I know what you mean. Let me know when you're outside. So I have a whole – this is a big, long thread where I wind up introducing this character named Stitches that he's going to be connecting up with. And then there's Little Smoke, who he's also going to connect with, right? And he, like, he is meeting me downtown. It's just the whole thing. Holy shit. It lasted days. Wow. It lasted days. I have pictures. He sent me his address. He sent me. I mean, it was crazy. And then I get him with the, probably the greatest part yeah. was um, he sends me. I basically say, well, he told me. So fast forward a day or two. Okay. I had set up for him to buy drugs off of this guy. Oh, right. Geez. This guy stitches. Okay. So I give him stitches number. Of course, I create the phone number. He's having a big, long conversation with Stitches, and I never show up, obviously, because I'm in right. Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> so <laughs> I never show up. So I text him the next day, and I'm like, hey, man, whenever you get that money, because he was fronting him, right? He was fronting him with the ecstasy is what it wound up being. So oh, he was wow. fronting him, in, right? So I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, I'll meet you tonight to get that money. And he's like, well, he never gave it to me. I'm like, oh, whatever, dude. Funny. I'll, I'll meet you tonight to get the money. Right. And he's like, no, dude. Like, he never showed up. And I was like, you know, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Quit fucking with me. I'll, I'll see you tonight. Yeah. So he then sends me a screenshot of the conversation that he was having with Stitches, a.k.a. me. And he had put the name into his phone as Stitches. Oh, and that is when I knew that I had just pulled off one of the greatest things of my life. Awesome. Like, he had actually put in his phone Stitches. Stitches. And I was like, oh my god, this is fantastic. <laughs> so there's a big, long Facebook thread where I posted every single screenshot. I gave updates it was going along. Oh, At one point, Lord. I talked to him on the phone, and I recorded the phone conversation. So I have like a really like racist Mexican accent uh, <laughs> on this phone call. Um, dude, it was this whole thing. Last of days. It was one of the greatest things ever. I loved it. Awesome. awesome. Obviously not the same thing as yours, but there, there's a connection there. Well, I, man, I will make this promise. So 
If I ever come to Ohio, I will try to get on a, a on a Nick Cage deal. I'll give you plenty of, oh, yeah. of advance. That'd be fun. Yeah, man. You let me know. And uh, like I said, if you say you say you come to Canton again or something, okay. right? Like I will gladly drive out there, man, and and set up in the hotel and and not a big deal. No shit. That'd be so cool. Not a big man. deal. What wouldn't bother me at all, man. Awesome. So uh any, any excuse to travel, I'll take. What's that? Any excuse to travel, I'll take it. But Got I'm not it. going to Missouri. But uh, you know, I'll I'll drive two and a half, three hours to Canton. Not Missouri's fucking awesome, man. What's the problem? Oh, I I went to uh, was I was Fort? No, that was Oklahoma. Oh, I went to Fort Sill. I was stationed at Fort Sill, but that was Oklahoma. Yeah, I went I went through Missouri because I did like a like a two week little training thing at Fort Leonard Wood. Yeah, that's... but I didn't like go around Missouri like. You know what I mean? I was just there and out. Yeah, so Fort Wood is 30 minutes from my house. Yeah, Fort Leonard Wood. Yeah, yep. very cool. Yep, yep. All right, yep. man. Uh, before we wrap this up, I got to feed my kid here in a minute. I, I just kind of <laughs> yep. said, hey, son, you're on your own. I'm doing a podcast. So <laughs> Exactly. He's 15. He's playing time. his uh, – he got a new Mario game on his Nintendo Switch, so he's he's good. Yeah. He's, he's good. So uh, – this will come out probably in a couple of weeks, and obviously I'll shoot you some links and whatnot, and we'll 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 hype it up together. But uh, before I go, anything you want to promote? Get off your chest. Well, I mean, obviously, find you know, I'm really active. I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter. Love month MMA. Yep. Um, I don't really do a lot with the Nick Cage pod as far as Twitter's concerned, so I wouldn't even okay. worry about trying to find me. But go on iTunes and look up. Um, if you just type in Nicholas Cage, I think I'm the first thing that shows up nice. now. Um, but yeah, but look up the Nicolas Cage movie review hour. Uh, the the logo or the icon or whatever is a uh, like an Andy Warhol looking thing All right. uh, with Nicolas Cage faces. So uh, everybody go check out that podcast. Like I said, it's one of my one of my favorite things. And uh, and on social media, follow Lime Out MMA because that that's me and and that's where I'm the most active. See, that's some tricky ass reverse psychology right there. Don't look up the Nicolas Cage. Don't even fucking listen to it. Don't I don't even want you fucking oh, no. talking listen about it. Listen to it. Just don't worry about the oh. Twitter because I don't ever use it. Okay. All right. I got you. I got you. Got you. So uh, for the podcasting made simple folks that uh maybe listen to this what tips do you have for new and aspiring and even current podcasters uh number one is if you want a guest if you want a sponsor if you want to do a live show at a bar just fucking ask right like it is phenomenal the amount of the every single thing that i've accomplished thus far yeah doing live shows you know, selling tickets. I got to keep 100% of the ticket revenue, awesome. right? For the tickets we just did. Like, it's all because I asked. Fucking That's it. That's awesome. Hey, can we do this? Hey, can we get this percentage of the bar? Hey, can we get this percentage of tickets? Yeah. Uh, hey, Wonder Boy, come on. Hey, Bruce Buffer, come on. Like, everything that I've ever done is just because I, f- I fucking asked someone. Well, don't- right? My sponsors, I just, I win it, like, went to google typed in mma these like the vobol popped up like in google adworks or whatever gave them a call boom they're a sponsor like just that's it you just gotta call and you gotta ask um guests especially man guests want to be fond over they want an outlet yeah it just ask it's it man just guests guests sponsors whatever it is that you want to do you just gotta ask um don't be a podcast pussy you heard it here first don't be a pussy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say too, um, you know, focus on sound quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if someone cannot clearly hear what's happening, right? There's not a world where someone is going to sit there and strain to hear you talk to them. Right. 
That's not a world that exists. And that, that's if an they art, go man. to your podcast and they can't really hear you, they're going to turn it off. I mean, it's that simple. No, it, it's an art. You got to watch it. There's plenty of resources out there. There's plenty of people to ask that will yep. more than happy to help you. So agreed. Exactly. And, and some of my earlier shit sounds terrible, but in a lot of it's experience. Too. <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's me experience. Too. So, but, but the, the thing is you kept working at it until you got it right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But got, I got good microphones. I have a mixing board. I mean, I, I went the whole nine yards mm-hmm. and none of it. Listen, guys, I am. And, and this is what I like. So again, like with the Nicholas Cage podcast and like doing live shows at a comedy club. And the reason why I'm really hitting that hard is because I promise you, I am just some dude. I'm just some guy, man. Like I had no fucking idea what I was doing a year ago when I started doing this podcast. Like I had no idea. I didn't right. know how to work audacity. I, I, I would record episodes into like garage band and I would send them to a friend of mine who would then like mix them. Cause I couldn't put the two tracks together. Yeah. Like I, I wanted theme music, but I couldn't, I didn't know how to do it. Like yep. it was just awful. And like, I had to learn how to do it. I didn't learn how to use a mixing board and shit until like six months ago. Yeah. So okay. it, it's just like, you just have to keep plugging away at it. Um, but definitely don't bite off more than you can chew. I mean, understand where your limitations are and figure out ways to, to push the bar down the line, right? Like this is where my limitation is. What can I do to then move that limitation down a couple inches and, and just kind of keep and keep working toward that, um, and have some grace for yourself, right? Like it's a learning process. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Be humble too. The big thing is just asking questions to everybody. Be humble, you know, be okay with failing. And, and, you know, you're not going to, it's one of those things you may be really good at things, but this may be one of those things that take practice and, and keep working at it. Yep. And, and I, I, I want to say this thing too, cause sure. this is something that's always resonated with me. I was in an interview one time, so I work in marketing and before I had my current job, I had interviewed, um, to sell billboards of all things. And when I was in the interview, uh, the guy who owned the company he said this to me, and I don't, again, I don't know why it's always stuck with me, but he said, some of the hardest working people I know were, were terrible at this job. Yep. And I w- in my head, I'm like, why is he telling me that? Like, what a weird piece of advice. But the more that I thought about it, the more I realized that it's like we, we create this kind of false narrative between hard work and success. Like hard work is very, very important. But at the end of the day, it's also what you're working on, right? And whether you're good at that thing or not, like, th- like you could also just be bad at something, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's just not a lot that you could do about it. So, you know, I would say like, that's a big piece of it too. Like just understand that just because you're working hard does not mean that everything is just going to work out. Like you have to do other shit. You know, you have to do the research. You have to ask the questions. Like you have to take it above and beyond because just simply hard. Because a lot of times what you find is that people work really hard, but they're not doing anything. Right. Right. They're just like working hard. And And they're complaining about working hard. hard Complaining about how hard they work. Right. So I see this a lot working in marketing is people who work really, really, really hard. Right. Like they're constantly calling people. Yeah. But they're calling all the wrong people. Right. Right. So it's like you're working hard, but you're not fucking accomplishing anything. No. And, and I like I, I, I seem to find that these people that, you know, work hard, like to tell you how hard they're working and they like the attention because they're never home and whatnot. It, it's almost like 
they're doing it on purpose, whether they realize it or not. not. Yeah. And they're not accomplishing anything. So hard work does not equate success. There's more to it than that. You got to be, you also have to be spending your time in the right places. I take great pride in the fact, I mean, it took me years of practice that I can get accomplished in three hours what it takes people to do 12 hours just because all I do is try to be efficient. And I could talk about this all day too, but I won't. (laughs) Yes. I'm sure we're right in line. So dude, thanks for having me. And I really appreciate it. Man, it was awesome. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun with you guys. This whole Facebook thing is new. And uh, you guys in the groups, are uh, you're a really tight-knit group. And I appreciate you accepting me in. Yeah, dude. You're, you're very, very welcome. It's, it's, I'm it's happy to have you. Awesome. Happy to have you. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Uh, I'd love to flip mics uh, maybe when I get back from vacation yes. or, or whatever you want to do, man. And just, That'd just be wonderful. stay in touch with me and I'll make sure I check the correct messages the next time. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your trip. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks again. All right. Bye. Bye. Awesome. Well, that was a lot of fun, uh, as all of these are. And I'm going to just kind of end it there, right about at the hour mark. So until next time, this is Aaron Weinbaum. Shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms, including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app lets you record from your smartphone, or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple podcasts, no extra charge. Have a YouTube channel? Spreaker has that covered. Effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcasts to Spreaker without losing your current iTunes subscribers. Try any plan for free for 30 days using promo code ASW.